For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. Today, we continue a series we've been having a lot of fun with. That one play and this one play we're talking about today is Ray Rice's 83-yard touchdown to start off that wonderful win against New England in the 2009 wildcard game. Here to join me, an unusual guy, not a, well, he's an unusual guy for sure, but he's he's not a Ravens fan. He's a a, a Bills fan, part of Bills Mafia, but one one we have regularly interacted with and and thoroughly enjoy those conversations. He's Drew Geyer of Rockpile Report. Drew, how you doing? Not too bad, Ken. Not too bad. How are you? Life is life is good, my friend. We're uh, uh, we're we're living the living the dream here. Obviously, not the exit either. Our teams wanted in this uh, in this playoffs. The Ravens uh, seem to have the Bengals, uh, and got it flipped around by one play. And the, the Bills certainly uh, uh, expected, I think, more than than what they got out of their game. And we don't need to go into that t- too much. Tell people where they can talk football with you online. Online, you can find us on Twitter at Rockpile Report or our podcast, The Rockpile Report. We drop three episodes a week during the season. We do AFC's roundtables. We do. We talk about the state of the division. We talk about all kinds of things. And then obviously, we drink a lot of beer and crack a lot of jokes and talk about Bill's football. Yeah, it is no kidding about the drink a lot of beer. They they sit there. They got a bucket of beers in front of them, and and they they literally will go through that in a in a in an hour show pretty pretty darn quickly. Uh, but, but anyway, I really appreciate you, Drew. I always appreciate talking football with you. Uh, let's get back to, to to this play and set it up maybe a little bit for us in terms of where the Ravens are uh, going into this game. Well, so it, it is you know, kind of an orthodox that a Bills fan has a favorite Ravens play. Uh, to set the table for you guys, I'm in my early 20s and my washer and dryer are broken in my house that I'm sharing with a couple roommates. And so like the cheapskate that I was, I this went This is in to 2009, mom. not today, right? Yeah. Yes. In 2009. So I went to my parents' house, which is what every cheap, you know, every kid in his twenties just falls in on mom and dad. And so that game happens to be on the TV and I say, okay, I'm going to be here. I'm going to watch this football game. Nobody in the house knows 
I guess at that point, how much animosity I harbored towards the Patriots. They probably should have, but they didn't because the Patriots were just constantly kicking us in the teeth. And you looked at what the Patriots were. It's and especially going into that postseason. It's Brady and Belichick back together again. You know, they they lost Brady for the season prior and didn't make the playoffs. But every year prior to that, they had it was. I think they 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 made it as at least the divisional round every single year. What, three Super Bowls, won two of them. Never a pre you know, an exit before the divisional round of a season, and now they're somehow hosting the wild card game. At home is the three seed. It was a weird territory for the Patriots to be in. But because of all that success, I think everyone just walked into that game with this idea of it's the Patriots, the Patriots at home, and they're going to dominate like they always do. And I think that they kind of forgot. They lost sight of some things going into that game. The Patriots success was based on the strength of their offense, Mm -hmm. not so much their defense. Yep, very much. Randy Moss, a, a big part of that team. What I remember most about about Patriots fans and the incredible arrogance of of, of that group, the mass holes, uh, were that that they a lot of them were saying, I, "I'm not going to bother with a wild card game. I'll go to the FC Championship if they play that here. I'll go, you know, maybe I'll go to the divisional round." It it really was that. It's you just hit on it. The arrogance of that fan base that we as Bills fans have been subjected to for years, running up That's to this true. game. <laughs> you guys were starting to get a taste of it. And I can understand how that comes across. You're like, wait a minute, you don't even take our team seriously. And again, there were these fault lines within the Patriots, but nobody had ever exploited them before. Their run defense was bad that year, but it didn't matter because their offense was so robust that they could force you away from your rushing attack by the halfway point of the second quarter in some games. And so nobody had ever really had a chance to put their foot on their throats for three to four quarters with a physical approach like that. And so we go into this game and the game's on and I sit down and I've got a beer and the kickoff and kind of innocuous Slater comes in, makes a really good stop. They get him short of the 20 and I go, ah, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So, and then they snap that first play from scrimmage and you see, I knew right now I'm wearing a Rutgers sweatshirt. I knew Ray Rice was gone the second he pressed that crease to the boundary and just worked his way up the sideline. And I was a lunatic. I'm I'm jumping up and down. I knocked over my parents' coffee table. They come running because they're like, we only hear these explosions when the bills are on TV and we're used to them that caught them off guard. What's what happened? What's on fire? You don't understand the Ravens just punched the Patriots in the mouth. And it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I was an honorary Ravens fan that day again. Yeah, it was a wonderful play itself. I mean, uh, Rice uh, released basically up the middle. There were two combination blocks on the play, one by Grubbs, one by Yonda. Both outstanding pin and turn kind of combination blocks where they each caught uh, a, a, an opening there. Yonda's in particular, uh, he, he pinned Wilfork and yes. then went outside. Wilfork at, started that game at nose tackle. I had to finish a defensive end, which, which is an interesting story of itself. But but anyway, pinned him uh, to the left for, for Burke. Then he moved up to level two and, and sealed off Guyton. It's actually kind of a little maze for Rice to run through there that he was remarkable at that day, you know, running through fairly, fairly small lanes. Marshall Yanda has been an offensive lineman that's always impressed me. I was always like, he was one of my favorite guys on the Ravens lines to watch work. And so no watching him just 
casually kind of push Will Fork off and then get to that second level and just create the crease. And then seeing Rice have the football IQ to know I can't press it to the right. I have to fade to the left. Now that that linebacker has been dealt with, I can, I see some daylight. And if I can just get there, I don't have to be the fastest guy because spatially, I don't think anyone can catch me. And it was the greatest because Merriweather really thought he could have gotten him. <laughs> he, 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 even tried. he tried, he tried that. He took a bad angle and then tried the diving hail Mary tackle approach, which Ray Rice just kind of high stepped away from him into the end zone. And it was an electric start to that football game. And I think the reason it's so important to me just as a fan, it wasn't a fan of the Ravens a ton going into that game. I didn't have a ton of animosity towards your franchise. I mean, other than Willis McGee, all of a sudden <laughs> leaving us and going to play for you guys. Other than that, I didn't really have a whole lot of emotion one way or the other. But the thing is that you watch that game from that play forward and you watch it unfold. It's the day that it dawned on me that that might be the most emotional football team in football. They thrive off that. And how could you not? You've got Ray Lewis, Terrell Suggs, Ed Reed. Those guys are emotional football players. They wear their hearts on their sleeve. And you saw that spark something. Yeah, it definitely. Those guys in particular, all three of them, they love to be the bad guy. They love to go in and play road football. And that's the Ravens were fantastic. They played all that, uh, you know, five-year period essentially on the road. They won games on the road every year. Uh, Flacco set records for the most road playoff wins. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, I don't believe are still standing, but they, but they they were at the time, and uh, I, just an outstanding run uh, of of uh, being very effective there. Very cold day in New England, extraordinarily cold. It's one of the coldest football games I've been to, but it uh, you know it was probably in the 15 degree range. I'm going to guess at kickoff, uh, and and just. The reaction I got from the from the fans around me was, "Are you kidding me?" On this first play, it's like it's still there's a there's a there's a taint of uh, um, uh, entitledness that's <laughs> that's still around. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Because they're like, and and I also like I started texting because I've got family members from Massachusetts, so I'm texting them, just giving them the business, and they go immediately like, "It's one touchdown. We score. T- we'll score five of those today." <laughs> and I'm just watching the Ravens side, like as they come out, you know, they're coming off. The, I remember the broadcast. They're coming off the sideline and you just saw how fired up those defensive players were. And then Terrell Suggs comes in and makes that strip sack. And then they immediately go back to the run. And you could just see that that team knew they'd found something. Yeah. It just, they, it, it, there's almost nothing more fun to watch in football than when your team can just ram it down the other team's throat on the ground, knowing that it's coming. And just, there's just nothing. They can't stop it. Uh, you know, there's a lot of comments as we're, we're walking around to our car and we're hearing the radio on in that whatever kind of outdoor mall they have at, at Gillette. And and they're talking about, how, you know, we need more football players. You know, very upset with Jared Mayo over his play and not being physical enough <laughs> in the game and whatnot. It's just, it's just it was a something I've always kind of appreciated is reading the opposition's newspaper the day after a Ravens win. I really like doing that. 
but uh, but this was this was like it was better. It was real time. It was all happening. People were calling into the talk show and whatnot, and you hear it on the radio blaring out there. So uh, it was a lot of fun. It it really was one of those games that you like. I said it was a moment in football I'll never forget. I will never forget that one play. And I think that in a broader sense, when you think of it, well, first of all, being able to run it down people's throat, when you have Willis McGahee, Ray Rice, who's finally emerged as a pro bowl level talent. And that play, I think just put the exclamation point, like, Hey, I'm here, I'm a pro bowler and you're all going to have to deal with me. And then you think back to that play after the strip sack, they come in. Ray Rice has a phenomenal run. I think it's on either second or third down to set up a goal line play. And they bring out Holote Nada and they bring him in as a tight end and then give it to the up back Leron McLean. There's no way you can stop those guys from getting one yard. You can try. I good luck. And it didn't work. And it just kept not working. I feel like I remember seeing the box score. I think the Ravens had less than 40 passing yards that day because they just didn't need to. Flacco was four of 10 for 39 yards in the game. So they didn't throw the ball at all. Pretty, pretty much. They ran the ball 52 times. That did include three kneels for, for, okay. It's 237 If you take out the kneel. So 49 for 237 if you take out the kneel. So over five yards of carry, just a out, almost five yards of carry outrageous day of running the football. The Patriots knew it's coming. They lined up to try and stop it. They couldn't do it. And uh, it was uh, it was great to see. It, it was one of the games, honestly, which stuck around Flacco's neck as kind of a millstone, saying, "Yeah, you can play with a bad quarterback, and and you can still win with a you know four out of ten game." But I, Flacco really had to overcome that. I don't think he did it fully until 2012. No, and it, it also said a lot about the Patriots. To your point, you as you as you're leaving the game and you're hearing all of this the lamentations of the New England faithful, which <laughs> it could. It couldn't happen to a greater group of people. Yes. It couldn't happen to a nicer group of people. Um, it's one of those things where you th- you you saw it was, a, I think, a humbling moment for Bill Belichick because you look at how he'd been making Super Bowl runs, their perfect season, the, all these things that they had kind of led themselves to before Brady's injury. And they kind of came out with a cockiness saying, listen, we can just boat race teams offensively. We don't have to be sound defensively. And then the Ravens showed up and kicked him in the teeth. And I think that it, it Belichick is one of the all-time greatest, I, maybe the greatest head coach ever. You saw more of a determination to get tougher on defense in seasons after that. And I think it's it took the Ravens humbling them like that in front of the, you know, in their own house, in front of their own fan base for that to take place. Uh, absolutely. I mean, they they really had an answer for everything that the Patriots could throw at them offensively. But most notably, they, they went a very extreme route on Randy Moss. Now, Randy Moss, a lot of kids today are not going to not going to know this, but Randy Moss for three years in 2007, eight and nine for the Patriots had 23 touchdowns, which was the all time record at the time. I think it still is uh, 11 for receiving touchdowns, 11 touchdowns the next year with Matt Castle throwing the ball to him and then 13 again with Brady in 2009. And it was just the most dominant force offensively at wide receiver in all of football. Well, the Ravens, um, they, they covered him up front, usually with Dominique Foxworth, who was on that side of the field. And then they covered him in the back with Ed Reed. They just said, we're, we're double covering you in that way. You will beat whoever else. And uh, they, they threw a pass early to Reed on uh, uh, early to Moss on a third and something and, and Reed deflected it. And they threw another pass, I believe to Moss that got deflected, intercepted by Reed. That was part of that 24 point first quarter where they, the Patriots were just giving the ball away at will. Uh, that, that was a great uh, uh, thing to matter. But Randy Moss shut down that day. And, and that was really, I think the, uh, 
the biggest key to the Ravens defensively in that game. I just know that the party started the moment Ray Rice broke into the clear there. <laughs> and I, I can tell you, you've, you've podcasted with us. You've watched us drink <laughs> you yeah. to. when we're having a good time. The beers go down a lot easier. I can tell you that before the Ravens scored their next touchdown, I was already on my third beer. That <laughs> that's good. That that one play sparked a party in my parents' house that they weren't expecting. <laughs> it's always a big a big cleanup when Drew comes over, right? Always. All right, Drew. Really appreciate having you on for this. Highly recommend Rockpile Report to folks out there. You're at Rockpile Report on Twitter, correct? Yep. Okay, and uh, I, a, a good show. I'm I'm on it whenever they will have me, and I, I really have appreciated that these last few years. Always a a great engaging conversation. You can tell we we appreciate talking football with each other. Always a good time, Ken. Thanks for having me. All right, other folks out there, I need to mention if you'd like to be on a, on one of these episodes, hit me up with a DM on Twitter. They are available. There's still some great plays from history. I'm putting out a few per day or two of ones that are not yet taken. Uh, you want Torrey Smith's 70 whatever yard touchdown it was against the Rams in his first throw in 2011? You got it. Just just DM me on Twitter. You got it. There's a few more out there that that people will remember. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, I remember that. It's it's just the just the kind of play you want to uh, get involved in. It's this kind of discussion. Just a nice back and forth. Whatever the play means to you, you be you. It can be analytic. It can just be about about you know what the, where you were at the play or you know. You were at your your parents' house and drinking beer, and this this started a party because you hate the Patriots so much. That's all great. So, Drew, really appreciate having you on. Likewise. And we'll talk to you next time on Film Study. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.